Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 for easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Hoi hoi, everybody. Um, It's been a week. Yes. But hey, at least the weather seems to be getting nice. That's the good part. It's not a scorching inferno of hell anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nights are cool. Nights are cool. Mornings are cool. It's uh, the midday you got to worry about. But other than that, it's nice. Yeah, but even the midday is not as bad as it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I guess that helps uh, with everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all our uh, extra things we've been having to do. Yeah, yeah. You let's not open all that can of worms. <laughs> yeah, let's think. Uh, let's think pleasant thoughts. Yes, happy thoughts. Yes, yes. And uh, you know, we're gonna do that with the Simpsons. Today, we are going to be talking about the 20th episode in the sixth season, titled Two Dozen and One Greyhounds, and it originally aired April 9th of 1995. Yes, this is obviously a uh, parody title for uh, 101 Dalmatians. Dalmatians, yes. yes. So we're going to start with the traditional chalkboard and couch gags. Yes, so we see Bart writing, the good humor man can only be pushed so far. I wonder what he was doing there. I know, right? Yeah. For, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Good Humor Man was the guy that used to drive the white ice cream truck around and selling door-to-door, you know. Mm-hmm. Do we still have those? No, but I remember, we, I don't think we had the Good Humor Man down here. No, we, we didn't. The, we had the Swan guy. Yeah, yeah. Right? That was the same thing. Right? Uh-huh. They would sell you, like, frozen food and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you've ever seen a swan's uh, truck, truck, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Not in our region. And so, the couch gag, we do have a recycled couch gag. It is, uh, the family is chasing the couch, and the back wall is, like, moving down this crazy uh, perspective tunnel. Yeah. Right? So, it's just going on and on and on and on. All right, so we've seen this one before. Uh, I think this is only the second time we've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it very often. There we go. Okay. So we're going to start off the episode uh, in a familiar setting, except Bart is alone, but he's watching TV. And then Kent Brockman comes on. Yes. 
Given the report, he says, welcome to the six o'clock news in our brand new studio. Looking good, Springfield. It's like a good morning America yeah. type studio where you can see the people outside. Yeah, big old glass pane. People are having signs and everything like hi mom and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And so he starts the news and he says, in today's news, a two-ton rhino escaped from the Springfield Zoo. But zoo officials were quick to act. And Petunia, as she is known, is safely back in captivity. Yes, and then uh, we notice there's a big-ass rhino in the back. Just bodying people, just yes. going to town. Yep. Yep. And so this doesn't make sense, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, and, but Kent continues while everybody's getting gored back there. It says, another news, a three-ton rhino that escaped from the zoo last week is still at large. So that explains that. Um, have, by now, shouldn't somebody have been fired at the zoo? I mean, it happens twice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and what, weeks? How long has it been? Yeah. Like, uh, really? Like, yeah. How does that happen? Get the tranquilizer dart out, man. <laughs> like, come on. Yep. Do you remember uh, when that one animal not too long ago, a few years oh, ago, was yes. in Brownsville? Yes, uh-huh. It was like a gazelle or something like uh-huh. that, right? Yeah. I don't think it was a gazelle. It was something else. But yeah, it was ibex. I don't know what the hell something it was. Like something that. like that, yeah. Some similar animal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, so Marge then walks in rather angrily. And she's like, all right, who broke my vase? Yes. Well, she's snobby. She says Boz. Boz. Boz, yes. I noticed that, yeah. And so Lisa's there. Who took all my test papers off the refrigerator and tore them up? And she has all the shreds there. Then Homer walks in. Who spread garbage all over Flanders' yard before I got a chance to? And Marge says, he's actually a little offended. Yeah. He's like, oh, please. This is senseless, senseless destruction with none of my usual social commentary. And mm. as he says that... Santa's little helper runs in, destroys a pillow, then runs out. And Lisa's like, well, if it wasn't you, then who was it? And Santa's little helper uh, chases Snowball 2 in with a knife in its jaws. It's a weird scene. Yes. And Marge says, well, I'm sure these things didn't destroy themselves. Now, did they? And Homer goes, gets worse and did they? <laughs> And this is when Santa, Santa's little helper runs in. He jumps on top of Homer and shreds his shirt with his uh, cl- with his claws. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so Homer's like, hmm, I guess Bart's not to blame, which is lucky, too, because it's spanking season, and I got a hankering for some spankering. Yeah, yeah, it is. We know Homer loves to spank, especially Bart. Especially Bart, yeah. Well, that would, you know, they've left that in there. Yeah. People are very against such things now. Well, some people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then Bart and Lisa take Santa's little helper outside. And, said, and they go, I don't know uh, why you're so energetic today, bo- uh, boy, Bart says, right? And he starts tossing a ball in the air. Yeah, he throws it to Lisa. Yeah. And he says, but be, but prepare to be worn out. So and he and Lisa start about 10 feet apart. And they start tossing the ball back and forth. And, of course, Santa's little helper chases the ball. And then we see that they're still there, but they're throwing it a little slower now. Mm-hmm. And the sun's going down. Yep. And then before you know it, it's nighttime, and they're just tired tossing it to each other to the point where they start rolling it to each other. Yeah, and then they're both laying down, and then Santa's little helper puts the ball in their hands and nudges it over to the others, and he does this over and over. The kids are asleep already, but he still has... Energy to burn. Yes, and he's never been the sharpest to be in the shed either. Yep. 
And so the next day we cut to breakfast, right? Bart Lisa look very tired. Mm -hmm. And Marge says, I think there's really something wrong with Santa's little helper. He was up barking all night and dug up the backyard worse than ever. And they all go look outside the kitchen window. And then Lisa, my bongo drums. And Bart says, my strobe light. And then Homer's like, my best of race evens featuring the streak album. So it was the dog that buried all our stuff. And Marge kind of looks, uh, she gives a look, she's like, yes, the dog. <laughs> so I guess she got annoyed by the bongos, Barb Strobe Light, and Ray Stevens. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to hate on Ray Stevens, but I can understand why she would get annoyed by Ray Stevens. You can only um, do that so much. It's kind of like, for those of you that don't know, what, like a kind of like a comedy country type of music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there really is an album called The Street. And it is a dude running butt naked. Through a grocery store. Through, yeah, yeah. So that is accurate. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Santa's Little Hopper's still poking around the yard. And his head pokes up and Homer freaks out. He says, oh my God, he's got the precious cable TV cable. And then Santa's Little Hopper runs throughout the neighborhood, tearing the cable off of everybody's houses. Yeah, you see the whole path through the yards uh -huh. and roofs and all that stuff. Yep. So next thing we know, we're at the Chief Wiggum's house, right? Mm -hmm. And him and his wife are in bed. They're watching Kent's Kitchen. Apparently, Ken Brockman has a little kitchen show, right? So Ken goes, always use fresh macaroni. If, it, if the box rattles, throw it away. Yeah, no, don't do that. Yeah, no, that's the sign that it's fresh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Ken's, uh, Ken's not sometimes either uh -huh. and so the picture goes off and Wiggum just sad about it like oh and you hear an announcer okay so here's the thing if the cable's out how are they getting an announcer I have no idea <laughs> so anyway so the announcer says your cable TV is experiencing difficulties please do not panic resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones do not attempt sexual relations, as years of radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. And then Wiggum uh, picks up the covers and is like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> uh, so we cut to the next day, and we see a sign of the Springfield Pet Shop. And their uh, slogan is, where all our pets are flushable. Yeah, that's pretty... Uh, that's messed up. Pretty messed, yes, <laughs> pretty messed, messed up. up yes. So Marge goes, excuse me. We're having problems with our dog. And the clerk says, lady, I'll tell you what I'm telling everyone else. I'm sorry if your dog went blind, but your gripe is with heart's mouth, not with me. Marge is like, no, no, no. Our dog is out of control. He's wild, destructive, and he has little or no respect for authority. Yeah. Well, before we move on, though, I did have to ask the Simpsons guy on this because I didn't know what that was all about, the dogs going blind told me apparently that there was a situation with some bad pet medication. Yeah, bad medication back in the day. So, yeah, poor, poor animals. But, yeah. Oh, boy. And so the clerk says, all right. He goes, hmm, let me try a canine human mind mill. It's an incredibly rare psychic power possessed only by me and three other clerks at this store. It's very <laughs> oddly specific talent to yeah. have. And, and so, only to be available there at, at that, that store. store. Yes, yes. Apparently, all of them are there. Yeah. And so he puts his hand on Santa's little helper's face. And he goes, okay. And he starts barking. 
<laughs> oh, I just I I'm bored. I'm restless. Need change in life. Like imported leather leash. Uh, blue contact lenses. A uh, 200 volt shock training collar. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That seems like an awful lot, right? But next thing you know, we're in the car. And Homer's like, well, problem solved. That he's dusting his hand, right? But the car is full of dog toys, right? Of course, you should never dust your hands while you're driving because your hand should be on the wheel. Which Marge yells at him, Homer, hold on to the wheel. And Homer goes, you got it. Yes, and he does so. Uh And so Santa's little helper is looking out the window. And the window is barely cracked open. It's not open all the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Santa's little helper basically like morphs like the T-1000. Yeah, the right? Terminator. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. like the T-1000. And he gets out the window and he starts running. Right? And Bart's, Bart's like, hey, he left. And, and uh, uh, Homer's like, hey, don't worry. We'll catch him. or run him over trying. <laughs> I do like that line. That's yeah. a good line. Uh-huh. And so uh, Bart says, look, he's headed back to the Greyhound racing track where we found him. There you go. And Homer's like, don't worry. As soon as they find out he doesn't have any money, they'll throw him out. Believe me, I know. So uh, apparently uh, Homer's lost his ass at the track a couple yeah. times. Well, we know Homer's a degenerate gambler. He is a degenerate gambler. And a not smart one, too. Speaking of degenerate gamblers, did you know that more men watch the WNBA than women do? Those are degenerate gamblers. Yes, those are degenerate gamblers. the CFL? Yeah. That's, that's another one. Oh, God, you got to be really degenerate. To- you know, I don't, I find it so odd. I don't, I don't know why, but there's degenerates that bet on, like, the Little League World Series and stuff. Oh, my God. Like, uh, I don't feel right betting on children. <laughs> but then you're not a degenerate gambler. No, I'm not a degenerate. I am a, I do like, you know. You like to parlay. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I'm a responsible. <laughs> don't remember, kids, if you don't have it, don't gamble it. Yeah, no. If you can't afford to lose it, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we at the dog track, all right. And uh, Marge is like, "Oh, this place is so big. Do you think we should split up and look for him?" And she's like, "Homie, homie." And then we see Homer at the ticket booth, two bucks to win on number eight. And Marge starts staring at him. And then he, Homer's like, "And have you seen my beloved dog?" And he's like, "Give me the ticket." <laughs> Degenerate gambler. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they asked him, Do you have money this time? And so the family's in the stands and the race is about to start. And Homer's excited, he's like, We can't lose. Look at the name on the, of the dog I bet on. Marge says, She's the fastest. Homer, I don't think that that means necessarily. And the announcer comes in from the track and says, And they're off. She's the fastest. Jumps out to an insurmountable league. <laughs> and Homer's like, You're lucky you got looks, Marge. <laughs> That's a terrible thing <laughs> implying, to say. Implying that she's dumb. Mm-hmm. And so the answer keeps going in. As they round the far turn, and she's the fastest, followed by always comes in second, and I'm number three. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an Abbott and Costello routine right now. Yep. And Homer's like, yes, come on, you little horse. <laughs> and so, and, and they're in the home streets. It's wait, another dog is on the track. And Bart's like, it's Santa's little helper. And the announcer keeps going. It says the mystery dog is getting fast on the outside. Of course, he could never win this race. Or could he? 
And he ends up catching the lead dog, right? He chases the lead dog. Lisa's like, what's Santa's little helper doing to that dog? And Marge just goes, uh-oh. Bar's like, it looks like he's trying to jump over her, but he can't quite make it. Come on, boy. You can do it. <laughs> then Marge oh. covers her eyes because Santa's little helper is uh, violating this dog. And so... The announcer just mourns us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end. The end of dog racing. And the crowd boos, right? And Marge is like, oh, I think they're in love. And then everyone goes, oh, after that. Mm-hmm. And the dogs are lying on each other, right? And, and yeah, Homer's like, oh, so that's what's been wrong with the little fella. He misses casual sex. <laughs> <laughs> and so Lisa jumps in and says, can we keep Santa's girlfriend, Mom? And Bart says, please. And Marge's like, but she's not our dog. And then the Texan character, who we've seen, I think, before. Yep. He says, she's yours now. Once they fall in love, they lose their racing spirit. And Marge's like, won't you miss her loyalty and companionship? He's just <laughs> laughing at her. And says, lady, you're all right. <laughs> now, that is a very, very accurate Te- Texan thing. Right? Yeah. So that's what you tell someone when you don't think they're too smart. Yeah. You're all right. That and bless your heart. Yes, bless your heart. Very condescending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So next thing we know, we see Santa's little helper pawing at the front door. And Marge's like, okay, you can go out and play, but no more. You know what in in, in the front of the house, all right? And they both run out. Hey, what did I just say? Yeah, they're still. Still going at it. So the dogs go for a stroll, right? We have a very uh, Lady and the Tramp-esque scene here. Yeah. Disney fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're, they go by the butcher shop, and uh, the butcher puts out a steak on a plate for them. And then they go to there's a video store, and they put out a steak for them. And then they run into an older woman at the park, and she puts down the steak, takes it out of her purse yeah. <laughs> for them. Um, and then we have this whole montage of them getting their photos taken and those like things where you put your heads in, uh-huh. right? But the scene is the dogs playing poker, which yeah. is hilarious. And then they get to Luigi's, right? Well, they're on their way to Luigi's and they see a wrinkled dog and they all, you know, they're laughing at him. And so as they get to Luigi's, he brings out this big plate of spaghetti, total lady in the tramp scene, candlelit, mm. you know, table, all that. Yep. And he says, take it, it fell on the floor. <laughs> And uh, does kind of they do take a page out of Lady and the Tramp? Yes, because they do pick up the same piece of spaghetti and they start eating, and their snouts touch. Yes, but they actually act like dogs. Yes, would act, and they both start growling at each other. Now, how strong is that spaghetti? I figure it would have torn by now. Good yeah. lord! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> must have been undercooked. Yeah, must have been undercooked. It wasn't fresh. It was like mm. the bad macaroni. <laughs> yes, and so. Uh, we're back at the uh, Simpsons, right? And the dogs are laying on the floor in the kitchen, right? And Bart, I'll let you do this. Bart's like, hey, hey boy, you want to play fetch? Sat- yes. Yeah, Santa's little helper like raises his head up like he wants to, but then he puts his head back down. Mm-hmm. And Bart's like, aw, me and Santa's little helper used to be a team, but he never wants to play anymore since his bitch moved in. And Bart's <laughs> like, Bart, don't you ever say that word again. Well, that's what she is. I looked it up. And so Marge says, well, I'm going to write the dictionary people and have that checked. 
feels like a mistake to me. <laughs> oh, uh, Bart. Hey, Bart actually had a reason to say bitch. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. Yes, he did. So, I mean, there you go. Yep. <laughs> and so Bart then says, hey, look, a really small dog just fell out of Sen's girlfriend. And Marge gasps, oh, my God, she's having baby. Oh, I'm sorry, girl. I thought you were just getting fat. Lisa, Lisa uh, shouts, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Lisa says, look, it's twins. And then Homer says, no, it's two sets of twins. Two, Bart says, yeah. two sets of twins and a triplet. And so now they're trying to find places to put all the little miracles, as Marge calls them. Uh-huh. And they're putting them in baseball hats and gloves and shoes. In the barbecue apron that says, cook those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the coffee, in the teapot, the sugar containers, Marge's hair. Oven mitt. The oven mitt, mm-hmm. yep. And, uh, and uh, Marge's like, oh my, I've never seen anything like this. Right? And Lisa wonders how many more there can be. We show the family counting 22, 23, 24, and the clock is spinning in the background. Mm-hmm. Right? And the family continue, and finally it's 25. So they waited a few hours for that last one. Uh-huh. And the last one is the one that goes in the uh, oven, oh, like you said. Uh-huh. And so that's where we end that scene. And then we open up with the uh, puppies sitting all over the kitchen floor. Yeah. And Lisa's like, wow, 25 puppies. And this is when Snowball, too, uh, kind of rubs her eyes with her paws and... Uh, she uh, throws her catnip uh, ball away. Yeah. Apparently, she thinks she's had too much. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's seen, uh, yeah, more than dope. Excuse that yawn, guys. It's been a long week. And so... Wait, for those of you who don't know, uh, catnip is yeah. supposed to get cats high. Yes. It's uh, entertainment for them. Yes. And so Bart says, an army of dogs. No bully will ever touch me again. And we walk out the front door. Well, Bart walks out the front door. And we see... Jimbo holding up Millhouse by the front of his shirt, uh-huh. ready to beat him up, like you do with Millhouse. Yes. And Bart says, hey, jerk face, you have the face of a jerk. <laughs> Jimbo just turns around and says, all right, Simpson, you asked for it. And Bart's like, get him, boys. But he forgot they were just newborn puppies. Yeah, one of them does try to stand up. Yeah. And then it just falls back down. And so Bart... Kind of says, uh-huh, uh, say, uh, Jimbo, hope I wasn't out of line with that jerk face crack. <laughs> and Jimbo. Of course, pounds him. Yeah, he beats him up. Like, yeah. I, I do like that line. Hey, jerk face, you have the face of a jerk. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, I like the one, but we'll see it later with, with Homer. When oh, cult. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, the uh, the Simpsons and the puppies are all having dinner at the same time. The puppies have personalized bowls now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rex, Fido, then we see Prince. And the puppy, formerly known as Prince. Yes, indeed. Yes. There's so many of damn puppies, right? That's when Prince turned himself into a symbol. Yeah. So Mars says, oh, homie, aren't they adorable? <laughs> I love this line. He says, yes, we've waited many years. But the good Lord has finally blessed us with the real family. And then Bart, Lisa, and Maggie both, all of them turn and just glower at Homer. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh, so next thing we know, the family and the puppies are all watching TV. And a woman in a bikini is like 
sunning herself on a boat. And one of the puppies puts his leg up and paws at the screen. Yes, and he's doing it on the uh, on the bosom of the, the model. Of the yep, uh-huh. And so Marge starts laughing. She's like, look at Branford II. Isn't that cute? He thinks he's one of the models, Inc. And the family uh, laughs with, with him too, right? And then Snowball 2 walks in and... Does the same thing to get attention. Uh-huh. Right? And I love this part because as soon as Snowball 2 puts her paws up on the screen, just your homer, get that cat out of the way! In a very angry voice. Yep. And, the, and as the cat moves, the whole family is just giving the cat the stink eye. Yes. Like, nobody likes the cat anymore. It's Even a, Lisa. It's like the forgotten toy, right? Once yeah. you get your new toy, you, you just put your old toy away. Yeah, let's get your Buzz Lightyear. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so... We cut to the next morning, and Bart is putting on some clean socks, and as soon as he puts them on, the puppies run in, and they just shred them to pieces, mm-hmm. right? So he goes to the top drawer to get some more, but the puppies are already in his drawer, tearing up every single pair of socks that he has. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the kitchen, and we see Marge putting a collar on Lisa. And Lisa's like, Mom, why do I have to wear a flea collar? Marge's logic is, uh, oh, it's just easier this way. <laughs> Yeah, no. I guess buying some for the family is not as much as you have to buy for 25 puppies. Yeah, 25 puppies are just for, what, uh, five people? Yeah. So, fair enough. I mean, Marge is a penny pincher. Yeah, yeah. So, we got to Homer, and he's opening up a bag of chips in front of the TV, and he pulls out a chip, but a dog jumps in and eats it and snatches it. And Homer's just like, don't! He pulls out another one, Humpy jumps and gets it. Don't! Another one. He even, he started, like, wise up, right? And he even goes, this time. And he pulls one out. And, of course, don't! <laughs> Terrible. Uh-huh. And then we cut to Marge. And she's like, yeesh! This house thinks You're not just putting the new newspapers over the old ones, are you? For all the dog pee. Uh-huh. And Homer says, do you have a better idea? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, clean yes. up the old Throw one. Throw them away. Oh, God. So then Marge breaks some bad news to the kids. It says, now, I know we love the puppies very much, but I think they're getting to be a problem. Marge says, yeah, they ate all my socks. I had to wear Lisa's to school today. And Bart is wearing some pink socks with a little fluff on them. And Homer's like, how do you explain the culottes, boy? And Bart's wearing a pink skirt. He says, well, I had to coordinate, don't I? <laughs> so here is yet another sus moment, sus moment for Bart. Uh-huh. Yep. So Homer then goes, your mother and I have been thinking about giving the puppies away. And Barley's just like, no, both of them, right? And no, Homer's like, mainly your mother. So bad. <laughs> Throwing her under the bus. That's so bad. And Lisa says, is that what we do in this family? Wait, wait, wait. I do that too. <laughs> I throw my wife under the bus. Oh, uh, my dad did it all the time. <laughs> he still does it. Well, your mom, yeah, yep, yeah. all the time. Yep. I mean, they do it to each other, but my dad's more guilty of it. <laughs> And so Lisa says, is that what we do in this family? When someone becomes an inconvenience, we just get rid of them? And then and the camera pans over to Springfield Retirement Castle, and Abe just picks up the phone. Hello? Is anybody there? Aw. And he hangs up the phone. It's so bad. <laughs> Those scenes always make me feel so bad for Abe. Oh, God. So terrible. 
And so Bart says, all right, we'll give the dogs one more chance. As long as the puppies don't do anything else wrong, they stay. Uh, on a completely unrelated topic, I'm having a very, very important dinner party tonight. And Homer's like, splendid, who's coming? So Bart says that the guest list will be Reverend Lovejoy, Homer's old army drill sergeant, and the regional director of the IRS. Why the hell would you invite those specific people? Especially the regional director of the Unless he's a close personal friend. Yeah, I don't want the IRS in my home. No, not at all. Ugh, but, well, they, they give them straps now. Yeah, they're packing heat. Yep, 87,000 new ones with heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Make sure you pay your taxes, guys, or, yep. the, or the feds will come get you. Yep. <laughs> And so that night we see the dinner going on. Reverend Lovejoy says, oh, just lovely, Marge. The whole town will hear what a perfect evening this was and how nothing at all went wrong. I'm sure they're all going to hear it. He's going to tell his wife, which is going to blab. Yep, the town gossip, right? And then the, uh, the old drill sergeant goes, Simpson, this evening has gone so flawlessly. I'm going to forget that you were mistakenly let out of the army a month early. So, yes, apparently Homer was in the army at some point. Yeah gotten there yet nope and the auditor says i'm so impressed by this problem for the evening that there's no need for that audit and then all of them together a toast to the simpsons and the sergeant says to that delectable turkey that's been walking around the table and then Lear, uh reverend lovejoy's like dear lord it's a demon bird and as that as it says that the turkey busts open and there's two puppies inside and uh, how did that happen yeah, and then uh, all of them are kind of disgusted, and they throw up into their napkins and leave. And as he's walking out the door, the sergeant goes, Simpson, see you at Reverly, 0500 tomorrow. 0500. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah. And so the otter says, see you at the IRS. And then Reverend Lovejoy, I love this part, <laughs> he says, see you in hell. And he slams the door, and then he opens it back up and says, from heaven. And he slams the door again. <laughs> to clarify there. Yep. So the next thing we know, we see Homer pounding a sign into the ground that reads, Puppy for Puppies for Free, or Best Offer. Uh, it doesn't get much better than free. No, it doesn't. And so Ned's there. He says, well, we sure could use a pooch to guard the flock at the Flanderosa. And Principal Skinner says, It'd be nice to have companionship when mother goes out on dates. <laughs> I guess he never does. So terrible. Uh, uh, we're getting there, though. Yep. And then we see Grandpa. He says, we could use a new pet over at the home, seeing as how we accidentally killed that smart mouth bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about this. Yeah, I, I, I think I can understand that a bit. Yeah, you, you couldn't uh, stand a sassy parrot. Especially having a bad day, like you come home from work, it was a bad day at work, and insults you or something. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the feathers are going to fly, man. No way. Uh, and so, uh, the remaining puppies are howling because they see some of their brothers and sisters being taken. Yep. And Lisa's like, they don't want to be broken up. So Marsh tells them that they have to be realistic because who's going to have a big enough to take care of 25 puppies. And then we see an odd sight. Mr. Burns chuckling. 
and he's talking about the puppies and he says, and I know the little fellows will love romping around my many acres, chasing my many cars, and drinking from my many toilets. Homer's like, who wouldn't? Oh, God, Homer. And so Lisa whispers to Marge, she says, Mom, don't give the puppies to him, he'll be mean to them. And uh, Marge's like, mm. she's right, Homer. There's something about his face I don't trust. And then we see Burns just laughing to himself, like, <laughs> very menacingly. And Homer goes, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Burns. You can't have these dogs. Am I fired? <laughs> and Burns says, mm, oh, of course not. They're your pets. You can do as you wish. Good day, everyone. And he starts to walk off with Smithers. And then Marge is like, my, he certainly took that well. And Homer says, a little too well, if you ask me. I'm sure he's plotting some brilliant scheme to get those puppies. And meanwhile, behind him, he's just on his knees, holding a... Holding up a sack, right? No, Burn, uh, Smithers is yes, holding up a sack. And then uh, Burns is just putting the puppies into the sack while the family's backs are turned. Yes, and he's just, you know, there you go, there you go, there you go, too. And yeah. Mr. Smithers is like, honestly, sir, you just don't put the effort into your schemes that you used to. Wow, <laughs> call him out, man. Yep. Hey, whatever works. Hey, you're right. And so the police are called now because they're looking missing dogs and Lou's eating a donut right and Chief Wiggum is doing the same and kind of like you know looking around the kitchen and he tells them don't worry folks we'll find your wallet and then Marge's like dogs Chief you're getting powdered sugar all over my floor and he goes uh, no I'm not no I'm not I'm uh, dusting for prints <laughs> and Marge's like oh terrible and so Martin and Lisa decide they're going to do this on their own. Mm-hmm. Lisa and I are going to help. And mm-hmm. so they use Santa's little helper and the girlfriend, the new dog, as, as a trackers. Like trackers right? mm-hmm. And they run off and drag Martin and Lisa back. And uh, Then Marge, Marge comes out and he says, uh, dinner time, dogs. And she puts their food down. Mm-hmm. And the dogs drag Lisa and Bart back. All the way. Mm-hmm. And so William is apologizing to the kids. He's like, I'm sorry, kids. I don't think we're ever going to find your greyhounds. Maybe Mr. Booms will sell you one of the 25 he got last night. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Springfield's finest. Clancy can't make a connection there. So Bart and Lisa both decide to sneak off to Burns Manor that night. And, uh, you know, the weather's kind of uh, not, not the best, right? Yeah. And we hear some yapping on the upper floor window. And Lisa's kind of like sh- uh, shuddering. She's like, who knows what horrible things he's doing to those innocent little puppies. They climb up the trellis and peek into the window. And what do they see? They see Mr. Burns, happy. He's taking all the puppies a bath and laughing. He's like, ah, that was, wasn't that heavenly? And don't you feel better too, right? Yeah. you know. And, and Lisa's very surprised. Yes, yes, yes. And so Burns is, you know, he's like, there you are, there you go, little fellow and you. And one of the puppies stands on its hind legs, right? He goes, Smithers, look, he's standing up. I've never seen anything so adorable. Do you know who it reminds me of? Smithers is like, Benji? No. Lassie? No, no, a person. You know who I mean. Snoop Doggy Dog, Bob Barker, David Brenner? No, no, the person who's always standing and walking. Rory Calhoun? That's it. <laughs> now we looked up Rory Calhoun. He was in a lot of movies in the fifties, man. Yeah, did a lot of those spaghetti westerns. Yes, which I love spaghetti westerns. Yeah. By the way, kids, they call them spaghetti westerns because 
a lot of them were filmed in Italy. Yep. It's not an American countryside out there. Mm. You see a lot of those movies. Yep. They did it because it was cheaper. Yep. Yep. Smart. And some, hey, those, those are some of the movies with the most wisdom in them. Yeah. The lessons yeah. are great. And so, Monty, uh, Mr. Burns picks up the obedient dog. He's like, you stay with me. You're the pick of the litter. And Lisa's like, maybe we were wrong about Burns all the time. About about Burns on this one. Yes. And they go along to the next window, right? And they're watching. His, and, uh, and we hear Smithers, are you sure you want to go through with this, sir? You do have a very full wardrobe as it is. And, some, and Burns says, yes, but not completely full. For you see... Some men hunt for sport, others hunt for food. The only thing I'm hunting for is an outfit that looks good. And then we hear a parody of a Disney song, Be Our Guest, and Burns starts singing. See my vest, see my vest, made from real gorilla chest. Feel this sweater? There's no better than authentic iris set. See this hat? Twas my cat. <laughs> my evening wear vampire bat. These white slippers are albino, African, endangered rhino. Grizzly bear underwear, turtlenecks, I've got my share. Barret a poodle on my noodle, it shall rest. Try my mid robin suit, it comes one breast or two. See my vest, see my vest, see my vest. And then he gets the hat and the cane, mm -hmm. and he keeps going. Like my loafers, former gophers, it was that or skin my chauffeurs. But my greyhound for tuxedo would be best. So let's prepare these dogs. And a woman jog, uh, drops in like, kill two for matching clogs. See my vest, see my vest. Oh, please, won't you see my vest? And then he says, I really like the vest. <laughs> and Smith is like, I gathered, yeah. So I hope I didn't destroy your all's eardrums with that right now. Mm -hmm. I gave it my best shot. <laughs> yeah, you, you, did, you did a better job than I would have. All right, all right. Okay. So uh, Lisa's like, He's going to make a tuxedo out of our puppies. Yes. Well, of course, so this is the, the 101 Dalmatians here also. Cruella was going to make the fur coat out of the Dalmatians. Uh-huh. Right? And uh, we hear, we turn to Bart and we, he's like coming. He, ha, he, he, ha, he. <laughs> and Lisa's like, Bart. He's like, sorry, you got to admit, it was catchy. It is. Uh -huh. It's a great song. Yep. And so, uh, Bart says, come on, Smithers, let's go finish the little flea circuses off. <laughs> and then uh, he says, except for you, little Monty, of course. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Bart's scared. He's like, we got to get the dogs out of there. And he opens the window. And the puppies all bark. They're happy to see him. He's like, shh, hush, puppies. Ah. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes. I feel like that. You are the that ostrich on Family Guy. Yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. I love that. When they do. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, they're saying, we got to get you out of here. And Lisa and Bart. Right, are in there, and they run to the door and look through. And they see Burns loading a handgun in the next room. And I love that scene. I don't know why, because he does it very smooth, very uh, professional, like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's not a feeble old man. Oh, you just see the clip. Cocks it real uh -huh. cool. And Bart's like, I know, the window. And he says, no, Bart, what are you doing? Dogs always land on their feet. Just, that's cats. No, it's dogs. I'll prove it. So he drops a dog from like six inches and it lands on its back. Best two out of three. <laughs> and so we see the door handle turning and Lisa, and it turns for a long time. It actually does like more than one rotation all the way around. So yeah. Which is pretty funny. I guess Burns turned back into a feeble old man. Yes, at that point. 
and uh, Lisa sees the laundry chute, right? And they open it and try to get the puppies to go down it, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So Lisa gets an idea. She gets one of Bart's socks, and she throws it down the chute, and the puppies jump in after it. Yep. And just then, Mr. Burns walks in. And Bart's like, sorry, Monty, but you're too big for this ride. And he jumps in the chute with Lisa. And they get to the bottom, and Lisa goes, quick, let's get the... And Mr. Burns is already there, going somewhere. And Bart's like, that's impossible. How'd you get here first? And uh, Burns like, oh, there'll be plenty of time for explanations later. Right now, I'll be taking my puppies back. He says, but they're ours. You stole them from us. Here's a phone. Call someone who cares. And Lisa dials 911 real quick. And she goes, give me that, and takes the phone away from her. Now, of course, Burns is loaded because this is 95 and he's got a, a cell phone. Yes. <laughs> and so Burns says, now, if you'll excuse us, children, the pups have a date with a fashion knife. <laughs> so Bart grabs uh, Burns' puppy from, the, from his arms and he puts him with the rest of the puppies. And he's like, there, now you don't know which one's little Monty. If you don't want him to be part of your tuxedo... You'll have to let the other dogs go, too. And Burns says, Come on, little Monty. Stand up. Stand up. Do your trick. And the children start to beg. But no, my little Monty stands up. And then we just hear Burns. Excellent. <laughs> so cool. So then Bart's looking around like, There's got to be something here, right? And he sees some underwear and socks hanging from the clothesline behind... Mr. Burns, and he gets an idea, right? And he wields, kind of like pulls on the pulley, on the pulley, and the uh, underwear and socks start to move behind Mr. Burns. And what do the puppies do? They all stand up, mm -hmm. right? And and so, yeah, like before he does that, like you know, he's like, it's only a. Uh, Simply a matter of bending down and... Uh, yeah, now he becomes a feeble little man. He yes. has no gun. Uh -huh. And then he's like, this can't be happening. They're all standing. I can't tell them apart. All right, you win. I'll have to kill them all. And he pulls no. out the gun. <laughs> right, and, Bur and Bartley's like, no! And so Burns says, but they're so rigidly adorable. 25 little Rory Calhouns. I can't do it. And he looks at Bartley and he says, but I can kill you. <laughs> and Lisa starts to whimper like a puppy. He's like, no, I can't kill you either. Look at you, standing there on your hind legs like a couple of Rory Calhouns. And he really loves Rory he, Calhoun. He really does love Rory Calhoun. Makes sense. It's time period. Yeah. So Lisa goes, well, Mr. Burns, I hope you've <clears throat> realized the folly of killing innocent animals for fashion. And Burns is actually repentant, right? He's like, oh, I have, I have. I swear I will never wear any clothing made from an animal can do an amusing trick. <laughs> uh, so then uh, later, I guess we're at the racetrack and the announcer goes, another victory for Montgomery Burns champion Greyhounds. 25 dogs, 25 world champions, which so far have earned their owner over $10 million. I'll bet whoever gave those dogs is, gave him those dogs is kicking themselves right now. Burns needed more money, right? Yeah. Good yep. Lord. Mm -hmm. And so we got a real dark joke here. Yes, we do. Again, I'm surprised they left that in too. Um, 
we see we see Marge walking down the stairs to the basement, but we see a shadow, and it looks like Homer's legs, and they're just swinging back and forth. Yeah, they're not connected to the yeah. ground. Yeah, and Marge is saying, "Homer, for the love of God, no!" And then the camera pans over to Homer, and he's just hanging on one of the rafters, and he grunts, "Marge, you know the bat that batting this light bulb." is the only thing that cheers me up after giving away those million-dollar greyhounds. And so he bats the bulb a couple more times, but then it breaks on his head, the room goes pitch black, and we hear Homer just eat it to the floor. Yep. And we end the show this way. It was a dark joke. Yeah, I know. It was like... Homer uh, killed himself. Man. I don't... Man. I wonder if they really struggled writing this scene. Yeah. It's good. It's funny. Like, it, what it you is realize funny. It's happening. Yeah, but if you're a little kid Man. and you're, you're seeing one of those uh, after school specials. Yep. My dear. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. It was fun. Yes, it, it was. was. Brilliant. So, uh, on a scale of one to five donuts, what would you rate this episode as? I would say that th- this is actually, I, I really like this episode too. Um, I would say this is a, it's not a five. I would say it's a solid four donut episode. Maybe four and a half, but they did recycle it again. Yeah. So, yeah, I I would say four. I'm going to stick firmly to a four donut episode. Four donut episode. Um, I'm with you. It's not a five, uh, but it's not a four either. I'll give it a 4.25. Donut. Oh, I know we could do that. Hey, it's my show. <laughs> that's true. It is your show. All right. You know what? If that's if that's possible, though, uh-huh. I will agree with you because I want to give it a 0.25 because I love See My Best. Yes. <laughs> I uh, love See My that Best. That is one catchy song. Classic. Classic yes. Simpsons right there. I like it more than the actual Beauty and the Beast one. <laughs> Made from real gorilla chest. So good. Oh, my God. The loafers that were gophers. Yes. That's, that's great. And his uh, beret, the poodle. poodle. Yep. So good. Uh, the, the Robin's breast, one or two. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's that's a great, great song. Yeah. Okay, I'll agree with you then. If we can do a 4.25 on this one, I will uh, revise my answer. The 4.25 donut. The first 4.25 episode yet. In Homer's Donuts history. Yes, yes. Um... So yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of gags in here, and then there's Grandpa. Some, oh my goodness, Grandpa! What can we say? Poor Grandpa. Yeah. I hope I'm not uh, like that. I still don't blame <laughs> him for the getting rid of that smart mouth bird. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now they, they there's some risque jokes in this one too, man. Where all our pets are flushable. No. Yeah. The whole description of what Santa's little helper is doing by Bart is hilarious. Yeah. Jump, boy, jump! You can do it! <laughs> oh uh, my goodness, yeah. I still, I, I, the one that makes me laugh the most out of all this is just Homer angrily yelling, Hey, get that cat out of me! <laughs> all the cat wants is some attention. Man! <laughs> Everybody turned on the cat. Yep. Even Lisa. Even Lisa turned on the cat. Mm-hmm. Can't compete with uh, 25 little greyhounds, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. But yeah, I mean, I, I it, this is a good, solid episode. 
I mean, I'm not turning off the TV. Yeah. No, it's not a five. Um, I do like. It, I think it's perfect that they made a whole like plot of Mr. Burns being like Cruella Deville. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Believable too. Yeah, yeah. It's just the evil old man. It's so good. Um, yeah, it, there's a lot to like about this. Episode. The whole psychic dog thing. So good. <laughs> cool. They fell for it. Uh, you know, I I can see Homer falling for it, but Lisa and Marge. Yeah, that's yeah. I can understand Bart falling for it too. Yeah, Lisa and Marge. Yeah, they're usually the sensible ones. Yeah. Maybe if Maggie could talk. Yeah. At this point, she would have uh, revealed herself as the smartest Simpson. Yes, which we haven't, you know, seen officially yet in here. We've seen glimpses, of course. Uh huh. But we will get to that point. Uh, later on. Yep. So yeah, um, yeah, solid episode. Solid episode. Uh, top twenty-five, maybe. I'll put it in my top uh, fifty. Top fifty for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. top fifty for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just a, a good. The, the song itself. The song oh itself God. makes it. Yes. Yeah, I do love the rhino destroying people. Also <laughs> on TV. Oh, that's so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> But the uh, three-ton rhino that escaped earlier. So right? good. Oh, God. Uh, apparently, uh, Clancy's equipment doesn't work. Yeah. It's uh, been shriveled up by years of TV radiation. That's terrible. But, yeah. I guess it's uh, good that we're not using that technology anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, very good. All right. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Nope. Uh, I know we're getting some new listeners still. So, gracias. If this is your first episode, uh, welcome. Yes. Uh, and uh, give our official show Instagram a follow. That's official underscore homers underscore donuts without the apostrophes. Uh, feel free to send us a message there. Of uh, you can think of any way we can make this show better for you, uh, include a different segment or an, uh, something else like that. Uh, please let us know. We'd l- love to hear from you and find a way to make the show better for you. Yeah, we'd be open to doing a segment on something. That'd be pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. Um, what else should we tell the listeners? Oh, uh, fair warning. I don't know if we're gonna do it this week or the week after, but we are gonna jump through the. Uh, the uh, season a little bit, yeah, because we want to provide you with the uh, Treehouse of Horror for this season in time for Halloween. Halloween. Yes, yes, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yes, uh, I haven't even peeked ahead to see which ep- to see which one it is. Yeah, I'm um, waiting for that week specifically before I delve in and rewatch. Yes, uh, I am a fan of the spooky season, as they call it. Yep, yep. Um, so. Uh, remember guys uh, give us a little follow on Spotify if you're listening to this on Apple Podcast give us a 5 star rating it helps people find us uh, better, uh, faster uh, and it'll help grow our little uh, show and until next time au revoir suckers <laughs> <laughs>